Hello, everyone. This is Travis J. Vernon, and welcome to today's podcast. Like many people my age, I've had quite a few different jobs in my life. I think for the most part, gone are the days where you would apprentice, get a job, work there until retirement, and then retire. It's just not something that I see people my age or younger doing anymore. Maybe that comes from me growing up in the military, where every couple of years I just get the itch to do something new or go somewhere else, visit someplace different, live someplace different. And maybe I've done that with my jobs too. But there have been other extenuating circumstances depending on where I'm going. Right out of college, I ended up moving across the country and started working for Lowe's Home Improvement in North Dakota. Stayed up there for nine months and then back to Utah for another job working as a general manager for an outfitter. It's hard for me to get away from the mountains and the out of doors. But then I went back to Minnesota to work for one of the best managers I've ever worked for, Mark Poole, back with Lowe's opening stores. And we opened a store in Oak Park Heights, Minnesota. And I honestly learned so much from that man. And it's funny because a lot of the things I was learning from him were just things that I had learned from my grandparents, my father, my mission presidents, and they were just reinforced one more time. It's interesting how in life, things that are important seem to get reinforced over and over and over again. But one of the interesting things that he talked to me about was making sure that I was teaching my employees how to succeed, how to do my job so that I could advance to the next job, that I would be constantly training my replacements. Remember when he first offered me the job and handed me my key for the store, and he said, just so you know, if corporate were to come in here and fire every single one of us tonight, tomorrow morning the store would open. You're not irreplaceable. Get that out of your head right now. And that stuck with me a little bit. I thought, wow, you know, on any given day, I might have to jump ship find a different job, play a different game, learn new rules. And I really took all that to heart. Had some pretty great experiences in that store. Lowe's is pretty interesting. It's changed a lot now. Most of my good friends have all left Lowe's. But there was a time where it was really, really fun. In the Twin Cities area, I ended up overseeing a group of employees from multiple stores, and we would go through and do all the Christmas resets and get everything set up for Christmas. And it was chaos, but controlled chaos. And it was really fun to be able to have 25 really good employees, and we would do overnight resets. We were scheduled for three evenings, three 10-hour shifts for each store, and we could usually knock it out in about 18 hours. So once we got that finished, I would use the staff that I had been given, and that last night... If the store manager was a good store manager and would let us do it, we would fix things in his store. So any areas that needed help, lawn and garden, resets, and we'd just go through and blitz out an entire store in a couple of days, and it was so much fun. I've always liked the fixing side of things, going into a store that's kind of broken and getting it back on its feet, generating revenue improving productivity, that stuff just intrigues me. It's really fun for me to do. And I had such a good crew. We accomplished so much. And then there were store managers that didn't want our help. And that was awesome too because I'd give everybody an extra day off and we'd just bail. 
So I was fine with that. But on one of my very first resets, I had a special needs employee. And he was pretty far on the scale of autism where it was, you had to be very specific with how you gave him instruction on things to do. And I had one day that we were opening all of these Christmas items and everything was coming in styrofoam, the big pieces of styrofoam. Well, if you just throw those big pieces of styrofoam into the compactor, it would bog it up pretty quick. So you needed to break them down into smaller pieces that were more manageable so that they would fill up more space. And I remember thinking this is a perfect job for this kid. So I explained to him we needed to break down the styrofoam into smaller pieces so it would fit in the garbage bags better so that we wouldn't bog up the machines and we wouldn't cause too much extra waste. (laughs) To my dismay, he did not understand the task, but I thought he did. And I walked away for about an hour, working on other projects with other team members. And I go back to check on this kid, and the entire aisle looked like it had snowed. He had broken down the styrofoam into almost the individual small balls of styrofoam. In doing so, creating so much static electricity that the styrofoam was sticking to him. He looked like a snowman wearing a Lowe's vest. Styrofoam balls on all the products. Styrofoam balls in the Christmas trees. Styrofoam balls on the floor. Every time somebody would walk by, it was a small billowing pile of styrofoam. And all I could do was laugh when I realized my air. So we grabbed a couple of shop vacs and we had to vacuum all of that stuff up. My goodness, we filled four or five shop vacs full and would have to dump those into bags. And we couldn't really dump it into bags because you're trying to dump it in and the static electricity was causing it to stick to everything. So then we had to go grab a package of dryer sheets and everybody that was working with the styrofoam balls had to rub down with dryer sheets so that it would help break some of the static electricity. Man, what a mess. But I learned a super important lesson. Just because how you explain something or the way you explain something or how you intend something doesn't mean that that's how it's being received. And follow up and follow through are very, very important tasks. Well, one day I was getting pretty frustrated with another manager and I was speaking with Mark Poole about it. And I trusted him right from the get-go. When I was in the Navy ROTC in college, one of the very first days that I was leaving to go down to school, I asked my father, who was a retired Navy captain, what should I do? I don't know anything about my responsibilities. And he said, son, this goes for ROTC, and if you stick with the Navy your entire career in the Navy, the chief petty officers will lead you the right way. They know what to do. Don't neglect them. Listen to them. Ask their opinions on things and use their knowledge to make better decisions. As luck would have it, Mark was a chief petty officer in the Navy before he came to work for Lowe's. I trusted him from day one. So I went in to talk to him about this manager and how I was dealing with it and how frustrated I was getting and how I thought that he should do something about it. And he just smiled said, Travis, what does that manager do well? And I thought about it for a bit, and I listed off a few things. And he said, does he do those things better than you do? I said, yes, sir. 
said, well, why don't you, instead of getting frustrated about the things he doesn't do well, try and adopt the things that he does into your management style? That one really stuck with me. Not only was it a little bit of a kick in the butt, but it helped me to perceive different ways of doing things. It's not about convincing somebody to do things your way or what you perceive to be the right way. But to look at those around you, whether they're teachers, employees, co-workers, employers, and what things do they do well? What are their greatest attributes? And how can you apply those attributes to yourself in your own work, in your own, well, it doesn't have to be work. It could be your own play for that matter. Just constantly working on becoming a better person. And I don't always do it right. I fail quite often. But between surrounding yourself with really good people and then adapting their best attributes to you and making sure that you help them with attributes that they might be struggling with while at the same time putting them in positions where they're able to succeed, what a win that is. How easy has that made the rest of my life as a manager in retail situations being able to put people in position where they're going to succeed. It builds their confidence. It builds your confidence. Everything runs smoother. It's just so much better. With the continued pandemic, it's been very difficult to hire staff. And I was finally able to convince human resources to let me bring on cashiers that had turned 14. There's a lot of rules and regulations you have to jump through when someone's 14 to 16 and attending school. And up until recently, it wasn't even worth the hassle of doing it. The conversations that we've been having at work with those kids, they're pretty unique. The things you learn from them. Apparently, to reply to a text with just the letter K means you're mad and it's offensive to those kids. They're afraid to even reply after you just put K. All you had to do was put an O in front of it. OK, completely fine. You're good to go. Just K, you're angry. So learning the vernacular of the youth has been a learning curve, for sure. But it's also been very fun. Being able to see some of the Snapchats and TikTok videos and things that these kids have put together, they're brilliant. They're really fun to have around. It's fun to be able to teach and train them because they see the world through a lens that is super different than the lens that I look at it through. It was interesting. One day I was called a boomer by one of them, though, which I thought quite interesting. In fact, I thought it was more than interesting. I thought it was pretty funny, and I laughed. I said, no, I'm a Gen Xer. There's not very many of us, but we've been pretty successful in the things we've done. He didn't even know what Gen X was, so I had him look it up. It's crazy to me that the world is so big and so small at the same time, and I really hope that I'm helping these kids have a better understanding of what it's going to take in today's society to be able to succeed. So I hope they appreciate it. It's kind of hard to tell, just like I'm sure Mark has no idea what kind of an impact he had on my life or any of the other managers or teachers. My art teacher, even though my physics teacher hated me in high school, thought I was just an annoyance, which I probably was, I still learned a lot. I just learned in a different way than a lot of people. I have a hard time staying focused. I'm pretty sure that if you were to check me when I was a kid, they would have diagnosed me with ADHD. And I'm sure I would have been medicated. 
And I'm sure my mother would have appreciated it. But it's kind of made me who I am. And I like who I am. I know everybody's been upset about the pandemic. And, well, I shouldn't even say everybody. I know there's a lot of people that have been upset about the pandemic. In the outdoor industry, it's actually been really good. It's helped us to reduce payroll, increase sales. There's a lot of different hoops we jump through now, but things are good. If the supply chains could get a little bit better, we would even do more sales and increase margin and bring more people on. Well, now some of these youth that I've brought on that we brought on at 14 and 15 are now 15 and 16. Some of them are driving to work. I hope we get to keep them all the way through college. I have to say, though, there are some really, really good kids that I know once they hit college, I mean, we're going to lose them. That tends to be what happens to the good employees. They move up and on. And that's always been my goal as a manager, to help them. It was actually nice yesterday to get an email from one who had moved on, gone to college, graduated, and was applying for a new job and asked if she could still use me as a reference. It's touching to me to think that I've had an impact on some of these kids' lives. I know it's just retail. I know it's just a small town in Utah. But there's still a lot to be learned. And oh, I hope I can get some of these kids to go out and do either study abroad or volunteer and go do work in other countries just so they can see how good they have it where they are. Just to be more well-rounded and grounded. They're a lot of fun. And I continue to learn a lot from them. Even if I do have to look stuff up in the Urban Dictionary on a daily basis. Or have to have them explain something to me in slow and simple terms that an old white guy can understand. But it's a lot of fun. And they're great kids. So I guess the lesson from this one that I hope everybody can kind of get is it doesn't matter how bad or good a manager or an employer or a worker is. There are things they do better than you. Learn from those things. Don't stress the bad stuff. Just apply the best to your own life. And make yourself a little bit better each day. Focus on you. And the little things just kind of take care of themselves. So get out there and live your stories.